Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I'm the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. You can find all of my written work at that website, Quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Joy is the film I'm going to be reviewing today. It's a comedy, primarily. has some dramatic elements to it. It is a PG-13 rated film for its brief, strong language, and it runs two hours and four minutes. Jennifer Lawrence is the star. Robert De Niro, Isabella Rossellini, Edgar Ramirez, Bradley Cooper, Diane Ladd, and Virginia Madsen round out the supporting cast. The director and screenwriter is David O. Russell. 2015 is shaping up to be an excellent year for films about women named Joy. We've had Inside Out and Room earlier this year, both excellent films and among the year's best. Joy, while not quite as good as those films, uh, is definitely interesting enough to go out of your way for, especially if you're a fan of David O. Russell's work and if you're a fan of Jennifer Lawrence. David O. Russell is the writer and director, and he's crafted a loosely comedic, mostly fictionalized interpretation of the life of Miracle Mop inventor and Home Shopping Network regular Joy Mangano. Mangano is credited here as an executive producer for this movie, even though she didn't really contribute to the actual screenplay or uh, the direction. She did contribute uh, a anecdotal material of her own that gave David O. Russell the inspiration on many of the scenes within the film. The film is wildly ambitious and imaginative, as you might expect for the heroine that it portrays, but that also means that it's a hard vehicle to market because it's a movie about many things and nothing at the same time, and that may frustrate some viewers looking for a point to this collection of quirky characters and fanciful situations that they're all put through. In some ways, it feels like a half-realized work on the part of its auteur, David O. Russell, and he's not afraid of working in the abstract and is willing to bring in a lot of ideas and let them hang loose without a resolution, exploring the various dimensions of his story without really worrying about whether it should conform to a particular type of shape that we can ad- identify with as the uh, the viewers. Jennifer Lawrence stars as the titular Joy. We meet her as a young girl with a head full of interesting ideas on how to make life great. However, real life seems to squash those early dreams as Joy opts not to go to college despite being the valedictorian of her high school. And then he enters, she enters into uh, a short-lived marriage and uh, ends up raising two kids mostly on her own. Joy's home life in Long Island is a it's like a kooky sitcom, as shown here. She has a shut-in of a mother who stays in bed and is just watching uh, soap operas in one bedroom. Her uh, ex-husband, uh, a, a struggling Venezuelan lounge singer, uh, stays friends with her and lives in her basement. Uh, also moving into the basement is her father, played by Robert De Niro, who comes to her for a place to stay when his own relationship issues need to get sorted out. There's a half-sister who despises everything that Joy's about, and a beloved grandmother, played by Diane Ladd, who serves as the film's narrator, who still believes in Joy's dreams to be better than all of this. Now, Joy still has those ideas in her head but doesn't know where to begin to implement them, especially at this point in her life, until one day she brainstorms a, a, a new idea, a newfangled type of mop contraption that allows its user to never have to hand-wring it and uh, makes it easy to throw its head in the wash to reuse, which means that you'll never have to buy another mop again. She, Joy ends up mortgaging her house and borrowing the rest of uh, the seed money she needs to bring it to life and deciding to make this the first dream uh, that she tries to make a reality, but soon she, she finds that there's not much interest out there in the public to purchasing a product from someone who doesn't have a company to back her up. So it's kind of a catch 22 for her because, uh, she doesn't get anybody to back her, 
even though she has a good idea that people might want, but uh, <laughs> she doesn't know where to begin because uh, doors seem to close in her face uh, wherever she goes. She ultimately does take it to QVC, uh, a home shopping type network that is based in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and they're willing to give her one shot to get her uh, Miracle Mop out to the public. It's not called the Miracle Mop in the film. In, in fact, Joy is never Joy's last name is never referred to in the film, uh, mostly because it's it's uh, it, it's dealing with a touch of reality and a touch of fantasy. Uh, but they're willing to give her this shot if she's willing to make a financial leap of her own that could break her if the uh, her idea ends up failing uh, for this one particular instance. As far as the film, Jennifer Lawrence is as magnificent an actress as you'd expect. Even if she always seems a little bit too young for the parts that David O. Russell throws at her, this is her first lead role in, in her three films that she's now worked with him. R Lawrence seems to sell it anyway. She's that good of an actress, and, and even if she's uh, still quite young, uh, she always she's always mesmerizing to watch. Russell decidedly keeps Joy as an off-kilter persona, but she's so resolute and steadfast, it's easy to take her side and root her on to success. She's a dreamer, but her actual dreams uh, ironically bother her, to the point where Joy finds it hard to sleep for fear that she'll dream again. If dreams are a desire unrealized, Joy's real life holds her down, so that there's little joy for Joy in her propensity to dream. If she can't fix her dysfunctional home life, Joy determines that she'll fix her home all by herself if necessary. And in so doing, she comes up with those dreams, those ideas to make life just a little bit easier for her and also hopefully for somebody else who is in her, in her situation. David O. Russell dedicates the film to the daring women of this world, including this one, who sees Joy as the embodiment of the we-can-do-it propaganda poster. She rolls up her sleeves with gumption, showing that she can come out on top in a world that thinks women should stay out of the ideas room where the big boys play and remain dreaming in a domestic setting. Russell's film seems a bit noisy and disjointed at first, rarely taking the time to lessen its snap quick tempo but eventually the film finds a certain footing once joy starts to focus on getting out of her current life mess joy has to learn the hard way that the secret to success in business isn't just having an idea it's learning how the game is played as really no one can do it on their own sometimes you have to sell those ideas to other bigger players some of them semi-crooked uh, those players hold the key to the financial kingdom and you have to be as skillful in selling your ideas to them as you have to be to sell those products themselves to the consumers. And then you also have to sell it to yourself because you have to determine that you have an idea that can and will and must prevail. If only everyone else could see how ingenious it truly is, they would actually go out and buy that product. Joy is, as a film, rough around the edges, but some, like me, find joy interesting because it does rarely color within the lines, and that makes for an interesting picture. I do think that traditional moviegoers will likely be perplexed at seeing mainstream stars go through the motions in a story that David O. Russell is, seems determined to let stand as offbeat and slightly surreal in its tone, and that may lose some of the audiences who are expecting a very straightforward film. When it comes right down to it, the real story of Joy Mangano is, is pretty mundane, even if it's an impressive success story. 
So it's to Russell's skill as a filmmaker that he actually finds a way to make this very mundane story of one dreamer feel like a fairy tale come to life. If you're a fan of David O. Russell and you've followed his career over the years, you'll know that he uh, has decidedly different films, all exploring different areas. They're all kind of uh, a little bit loose in uh, in their delivery, but uh, Joy, I think while probably not as quirky as I Heart Huckabees, it's probably his second most unorthodox film in his career, and I think that's likely going to make it a bit of a misfire when um, it doesn't ignite the box office. I think people will see it as some sort of failure for David O. Russell. Um, I think it's going to have a struggle finding its audience, especially in the wake of Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Um, there's a very enigmatic marketing campaign that really says nothing of what the film is actually about. It's seemingly just sold on images and Jennifer Lawrence's appearance in it. And I, th- I think that people are just They might be curious, but I don't think curious enough to go spend the money required to go see the film in the theaters. I think that ultimately, though, it will find its audience over time. And um, hopefully people who actually give it a shot, whether it's uh, on video or on streaming, or even uh, maybe based on this review going out to take a chance on it in the theaters, will find it something to ultimately worth uh, to find worth cherishing over time. And I think that um, it will build its audience eventually, kind of like Joy, who ha- has a lot of ideas, doesn't know where to put them, but ultimately uh, becomes an interesting story for those ideas. And I think that uh, the film that is about her life, even if it's a loosely fictional version of it, is going to suffer the same fate, but ultimately become a winner in the eyes of many who follow David O. Russell's career. I'm going to give Joy three and a half stars. It did... It's a film that it took me a while to kind of get into. Ultimately, I did get into it. And by the end of the film, I actually found it quite enjoyable. And I actually would recommend it if for those people who are willing to take a chance to be open to the fact that it's not a straightforward uh, film that's going to give you everything on a plate. Um, it is a very uh, experimental work in some respects. But um, I do think that it's always interesting in the way that David O. Russell decides to tell its tale. It's not for everyone, but for those who uh, are able to get in tune with the way that uh, the, the pace of the story and the surreal nature of it, I think that it is a rewarding film. And I do recommend it uh, pretty strongly for those people who want to see something different. I mean, you have a film about a woman who invents a mop. I mean, what more different can you expect at the box office at this time of year? Um, I don't think that it's going to garner a lot of the Oscar buzz that David O. Russell's films of the past have uh, uh, been blessed with. In fact, it may even miss them altogether. Um, certainly, Jennifer Lawrence um, usually is worthy of getting an Oscar nomination. I don't know if she's going to find it here with this one. Um, the supporting players uh, are not given enough screen time to get supporting uh, nods either. Um, I have a feeling this, that uh, David O. Russell might sit this one out at Oscar time, but... Uh, nevertheless, I do, I do like the fact that he took a chance with this one and I, um, I enjoyed the film. What can I say? I'm a fan of his work. Three and a half stars go to joy. I hope that you enjoyed the review. If you like it, click the subscribe button and you'll continue to get my reviews mostly on a daily basis. And if you happen to be on iTunes, I strongly encourage you, if you have a moment, please leave a review. A five star review helps me out a great deal. So if you enjoy the show, 
it's the best way that you can support it and let it uh, find the audience that it needs to continue. The Quipster Film Review Podcast is the name of the show. If you want to write to me directly, you can go to my website, quipster.net, and uh, leave me a note. Let me know what you think of the show. Also, you can uh, link to my, you can actually subscribe to my Facebook page and my Twitter feed there. Quipster.net is where you can find all of that information. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Thanks so much for listening. I have a lot of reviews coming up, including The Hateful Eight and Concussion and Legend and, uh, oh gosh, there's so many others. Um, I'm just going to be delivering them one after the other. So you'll want to subscribe to the show and I'll be able to deliver all of the latest reviews. There's a lot of good stuff coming out. So you'll want to keep it subscribed. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your time at the movies, everyone. 